If you have tickets to the show, please step forward. If you have tickets, please step this way. I'm gonna need everyone to step forward. Hello, sir, do you have your ticket? I do, yes, um, here you are. Thank you. How, how long is it, just? Well, sir, it's a three-day convention, so it really depends on how many days you bought passes for. Oh, okay, well, these were a gift, so I'm assuming, like, I probably have all three days. Well, so did you get three tickets? No, I assume like it's all on the one ticket, right? Like it's what if I don't come back out? What if I just stay inside for all three days? I mean, eventually you're going to have to leave. Okay. So, all right, let me just bloop that in. All right. Yeah. So this is all set. So you are part of our red group. So what that means is you need to step over to the left hand side and you're going to go down artist alley to your first panel. Left-hand side, red group. Do you have any other questions I can help you out with? Um, yeah, I'm just a little bit confused. Why is no one else in cosplay? Sir, this is the dentistry convention. I knew that. Which is why I'm dressed as our teeth's biggest villain, Man Ray from SpongeBob. <laughs> I, I was a bit I was a bit confused to be honest but I mean cons now are so different and everyone doesn't know how to function in public anymore so like I know already but what's that what's the first panel again so your first panel is uh, let me get the schedule in front of me so you've had a root canal now what with Dr. Spiegelman <sighs> Dr. Crane and Dr. Artman Okay. Look, I'm going to level with you, dude. I'm I thought this was like a Comic-Con situation. I I I can understand the confusion. I'm I don't really want to go to that panel. You don't technically have to go. Well, like what do you do while the panels are going? I mean, I just kind of sit in the coat check and eat my lunch. You got AC in there? yeah because this hat thing is like really sweaty so right so you want to go in the coat check and split a sandwich yeah i mean i'd appreciate it yeah let's go to the, the i mean i'm supposed to be at the ticket tech checker for like another six hours but they'll survive everything's clearly color labeled <laughs> right so i mean like if they'll, they'll know what they're doing yeah it's fine I, I almost turned this into D&D for a second. <laughs> That's the mindset I'm in. I was like, <laughs> I turn to the rest of the crowd and I shout out over them. It's not a Comic-Con. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds of disappointment through the crowd. It's effective. The line disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Every other person in Man Ray costume leaves. <laughs> yeah, so this this is it. I have a, I have a bologna and cheese. Thanks. A lot of dentist coats. I honestly, I thought everybody was cosplaying as like a alternate reality Doctor Strange if his hands hadn't gotten all fucked up. That would have been a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. But uh, yeah, so here's your half of the sandwich. Thanks. I have some chips and I have an apple. If and if you want that, but yeah. So what else do you um, do? Oh, I, I make a podcast. Oh. How was it? I think it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, wow. 
that's a hot take. That's bold. That's yeah, it's better like than mediocre or bad. Or got yeah, it. Somewhere in that range. It's <laughs> that very, very wide range. Okay, yeah. I mean Do you want to hear some of it? Yeah, I mean that could be fun. Okay. It's a good sandwich. Excuse me, sirs, you're both on in five. <laughs> Both on five. <laughs> Can you imagine if we like if we played <laughs> just played the entire episode? That's meta. Hello and welcome to Six Degrees of Celebration. You're home. You're in your isolated little dome. You're safe from the world, and you're with us, your family, back together again. I'm Alan. I'm Matt. That's Matt. He's here. And it got very culty for a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. You are in your dome. You are, you are safe. safe. <laughs> Do not fret. The flying pig demon cannot find you here. <laughs> we are family. We are one. How are you, Alan? I'm so good. I'm so glad you're here. I missed you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I. I am over the moon i'm so excited to to do this with you especially because this is like a new vibe like we're figuring it yeah. out we're both in completely new recording spaces mm -hmm. how are you doing i'm doing good i apologize for being absent for as long as i was basically the long and short of it was that i was not actually in my room until about a couple days ago Mm -hmm. um, because basically my room is being subleased by a summer student. He has since moved out, and so now I am in my room. We can excuse you because you were literally a couch surfer in your own home. Right, for like two <laughs> weeks. It was, it was fun. We're slowly getting unpacked, and also like I was, go I was thinking like maybe I could like record on like the weird little kitchen <laughs> bar I have. That was where I like worked for that week. But I was also like, I've realized I'm really bad at packing because some of it's like books. Got it. This is books. Some of it's like an itemized list of every single item that's in there, like coffee stuff, shot glasses, kitchen equipment. Like <laughs> it's like that. But then there's like a, a handful of boxes that's just miscellaneous. You're like, all right, I found the microphone. The cord to the microphone is in another Ex box. Exactly. And it's <laughs> like, well, like, Matt, why did you label a bobble a, a box miscellaneous? <laughs> Why? I mean, that's a pretty standard thing to do, but a lot of the times, even those people are like, all right, this is miscellaneous electronics. No, I just did miscellaneous. <laughs> I got some tools in here, some pantry there's some, stuff. Yep, there's some junk. There's some, yeah. We can also forgive you because you don't have a bookshelf right now, right? I don't have a bookshelf right now. And that's a necessity. I don't even know how you're operating with that one. <laughs> Well, I record this podcast in my bookshelf. I'm like standing. <laughs> this is how I get the good acoustics. The, exactly. I could record in the bathroom. I should record in the bathroom. But I also like, I don't want to take up the bathroom for like an hour because I do share the apartment with someone else. And just being like, hi, you're going to hear me yelling for about an hour. Hi, I'm Matt live podcasting <laughs> from the bathroom. And it's just full. We just do the show, but people right. are coming in and out, peeing, showering. It's like, oh, I'm live from the bathroom at Paradise Rock Club during a set. In the background, you can hear. You see the water running. How do you think that went? Do you think it went well? I'd like to get your feedback on, on that movement. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, I'm in my new apartment and it is a lovely new place that I'm very happy to be in. Nice. Uh, and I've learned that I do like getting things set up. I don't like moving. I do like arranging okay fair so like 
all right, like the bed can go here. My desk is going to go here. My dresser can go over there. Like the TV is going to go here, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's good to me. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. That's, I think because moving leads to that, I like love moving through the transitive property, you know? Okay. That's fair. I guess my biggest problem is I just don't like the act of like packing and lifting everything and moving everything and like doing that for like seven, eight hours. That's just me though. But, but yeah, so I think getting my room set up, learning all the like new systems that we have, like my roommate and I, um, like, all right, so we have this. This is where the coffee is. This is where this is. This is, do we have a dumpster now? So you can like bring stuff out of the dumpster. I'm like, oh. Knock twice. If I say the second code word, that means don't come in unless it's Tuesday, because Tuesday is opposite day, and I do want you to come in. <laughs> so you're that's like, we're building this exact, system. That's exactly it. Um, but also, like, learning, like, who else lives here? Like, there's... Uh, <laughs> I know you don't mean in your apartment, but right. like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> who, are, who are you as a person? Um... Like there's a there's a family of like five down the hall from me. Oh, and apparently next door to us is an Irish guy who makes hot sauce. I have not met this gentleman. What a hell of a personality! Right, I'm just like, huh? You could just be a guy that makes hot sauce, but the fact that he's an Irish guy that makes hot sauce makes me have a lot of questions. Right, I'm like okay, bold. <laughs> but yeah, so I think just like getting things set up, finding out just like little things about the place, about the area is super fun. This is only like down the road right <clears throat> from where you it's, were it's not like down the road it's like a 15 minute drive oh okay so you can get like a whole different neighborhood vibe oh yeah it's a totally different neighborhood vibe right out front of my door or you know the door to the building is a bus stop which is okay a bus stop but then like up the road a little bit there's a blue bike Ooh. which are like those those rent-a-bike things? Those rent-a-bike things, which I've done. And that is scary, um, at least to me. Why is it scary? Because it's not yours? Well, no, just because I'm like, for whatever reason, I was, I was telling this to my roommate actually a little while ago. I was explaining, like, for some reason, I feel totally safe in a car, even though it is easily the most dangerous thing I do every day. <laughs> but, like, on a bike, going down a pedestrian street, I'm like, <sighs> like, 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 <laughs> this is it. That's so weird. I've already been to like a couple of breweries down here. There's a couple of bars, there's restaurants and all this fun stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. There's a lot of fun things around here. Question. This is what I'm sure everybody is wondering. Are you still going to be able to run with girl? Am I still going to be able to run with girl? Theoretically, yeah. Are you going to like run to them and then run with them or drive? Well, to so them? I never, I drove to them. Oh, okay. But yeah, so theoretically from here, I can still drive over to them. That's good. I want to meet like the family of five that lives down your hall. Like, I want to meet this Irish guy that makes hot sauce. I want I want us to, like, talk to this Irish guy that makes hot sauce. It's like, hi. Excuse me. Hi. Hey, sure. This is going to yeah. sound wicked weird. We do a podcast. Can we just, like, talk with you for a second? Do you want to go on a podcast that 15 people listen to? <laughs> so, oops, sorry. 14. Uh, 14. Uh, we lost one when we mentioned hot sauce. We lost the hot sauce demographic. <laughs> we forgot our, our major demographic is cold sauce. <laughs> Like, I want to talk to that guy. I want to be like, why hot sauce? Like, what's up? Well, because I think I think he gave us a bottle. I think we have a sticker. No. What? It, like, his, like, he doesn't make hot sauce I, the same way I make brownies. He, like, makes hot I sauce. I think he makes, like, makes hot sauce. I oh will follow God. up with you. I will dig more into it. Please not, do. Like, yeah, I haven't really, like, 
parsed it either way. I've not done a lot of research into the <laughs> the hot sauce company running next door to me. Mm-hmm. But I will I will do that and follow up. I'm super interested. <laughs> like you should actually follow up. I'm very no. I, will, I no. I will. Sometimes we say we'll follow up, and then it becomes a Matt's crystal situation where we no one knows where. Wait, did you lose the crystal in the moon? I no. I have I have the crystal. I just I don't wear it. I just don't know what box it's in. Right, exactly. I don't know. I don't wear it a lot anymore because because I get nervous because the little connecty part is starting to get thin. Oh, so you're like, going to like break off. Right. I'm like, you have to get, get a new thing for it or like, I don't know, something else. You got to understand, Matt, that that crystal is your energy. It's a part of you. It's like a child. You can't just stick a child in a box and be like, it's here somewhere. I mean, you can. You can. You just That's shouldn't. fair. No, you're right. It's just something you shouldn't do. No, I just fully rest my case. I think you're right. <laughs> I think that's a totally reasonable thing. For you. Sometimes to when you need a break, you just put the kid in the box and go, all right. And obviously you don't put knives in the box. I'm not an idiot. No, but like you like in a nice big refrigerator box. <laughs> and you draw on it and make it look like a spaceship. Right. Th- th- there it is. So there you go. Less child abuse, more imagination. <laughs> that's what this this is what this country needs <laughs> that's my presidential platform i want to be less child abuse hooray <laughs> and more imagination hooray everyone's like i'm i'm pretty on board with both of those stances i don't really have anything to complain about and the child well, abusers th- come out and they're like no <laughs> my rights I, I oh my god <laughs> oh my you know this like it is my it is my individual right to abuse a child <laughs> Not even your child. <laughs> just, a- a- child. just find a child, put it in a box, and yo, this yep. is my right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Oh, my God. <laughs> they don't want you to know. And to be fair, you'll probably regret learning the truth. But we are here for you. We've all learned the truth, and we are fine. And now that you've let us into your ears, you will be we soon. It has already begun. I started reading a book. Did you? What are you reading? Have you heard of David Wong? Yes. He wrote the book John Dies at the End? Yes. I haven't read that one, and but I'm going to now. I bought it like six years ago, and I have not read it. Oh, my goodness. Because buying books when I have a three-mile-long TBR mm-hmm. is my toxic trait. <laughs> What's a TBR? To, uh, to be read. Oh, the book I'm reading is What the Hell Did I Just Read? <laughs> okay. It's wild. It's a cosmic horror novel. Ooh. Which I didn't know was something I'm totally into until now. So we've established I'm a little baby boy <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't like scary things. No. And there's something about cosmic horror that is just easier for me to digest. It's not like jump scary. It's not talking about like these grotesque scenes that hold in your mind and you think it's going to like come up from under your bed. It's more like, oh, God, I have no control over the universe and I am insignificant and the world is scary. <laughs> and I mean, I, I think cosmic horror in a way is also like that. Like it is cosmic. It is big and kind of un, like you can't really perceive it. Yeah. As much. So very much like these these things that are bigger than yourself, bigger than anything you do, and will always be bigger than everything you do. <laughs> and so don't don't even try. 
because it's so big and and like way beyond our comprehension, it's unrealistic to a point in my mind that I don't have to worry about suddenly, you know, an 80 foot tall black being made of darkness, like shooting across the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, that It's creepy and cool to read about, but like, I don't have to w- worry about that when I'm going to bed. Right. Versus like, if you watched, I don't know if you've seen the strangers. No, the strangers is a horror movie about home invasion. Oh no. Which is very real. And so it's even based on true events. Um, and they, they let you know. Uh, oh my God. And so, which is much more my speed. I don't know why. I just, I hate myself. But yeah, I mean, I can totally understand why cosmic horror is more your speed. Because so, I, I think for you, it's just this very big thing that it, it's not directly threatening. Yeah. I like the unexplained nature of it. Throughout the entire book, and Jenny can tell you because we've been reading next to each other, I'll just like stop every chapter and be like, what the fuck? What? How? Why yeah. is this happening? And it just like brings you back to the book every single time. I very rarely feel this way about books. I feel much more this way about video games where you like get mm-hmm. home and you're like, oh, I can't wait to to read. You know, <laughs> it's a weird right, feeling. Right, right. This is this is that book. And so I'm definitely going to read another one of David Wong's novels because it's it's so freaking cool. And we we pull on a lot of cosmic horror stuff for like our comedy i realized oh do we yeah so like we'll dip into it uh like on a previous cold open which ronnie if you can run this tape are those warm-ups run run he is coming the lord of darkness fear his return the end begins i don't know if those are oh yes there's just like no explanation and then we just move on (laughs) yep well it's also like I know for a while you played the Cthulhu video game. Yes. Yeah, I did. I don't think that game did it justice because I didn't fully understand what cosmic horror was from that right. game. Well, HP Lovecraft is kind of like the poster child of cosmic horror. Yeah. But he is not like the be all end all. In fact, a lot of people have like rebuked him. Really? Yeah. Uh, not because he's bad at like his job, but he's just crazy racist. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> so like, we were just like, hey, not you, not you. Um, but like, I know there's like a lot of other people who do like cosmic horror. Like even like, you could argue Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is cosmic horror. Yeah, because of Ego, the Living Planet. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh wow. I never but, really thought about it, thought about. It. <laughs> oh my god. Like, Whoa. Too far. My dad's a fucking planet. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So I get this similar feeling from like our dictatorial fans, Dic- dictatorial, dictatorial, dictatorial. Is that, Is a that word? it? What are you, well, are you trying to say? Dictator like, dictator- like a dictatorship? Yeah. Yeah. Our, like dictator tort. Our dictator, our dictator tot fans, the, <laughs> the council of six who like are always in the background of the podcast and we don't even right. know who they are or what they're doing. And there's something deeply like unsettling about that yeah hold on a second (laughs) hello well thank you uh what are the odds of them like calling us like the moment we were talking about that that's i don't like that's weird it was like really nice of them like we're like it, it's just like, how do they know? Well, yeah, but it's good to get some praise once in a while, you know, like 
it's good to know we're doing a good job and that like they're happy right but also like who's in charge you're asking too many questions Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me i just got a text saying that oh. <laughs> <laughs> a car just blew up outside my window <laughs> so where were we oh right so long story short i am going night fishing by increment isle this weekend so that should be a good time if you want to join oh good <laughs> Did you just did you just activate a sleeper agent? <laughs> did you just like say like the phrase longing rusted seventeen daybreak furnace nine benign homecoming one freight car? What was that? <laughs> it's the words to activate the Winter Soldier. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's very much sleeper. He's like, but they they say it in the Russian like. <laughs> that, oh like, damn weirdly more menacing right and he's just like flipping i was like no the numbers mason what do they <laughs> mean right it's very that it's very <laughs> that i got to go on a boat this weekend did you really i did whose boat so we chartered a boat who's we uh, aside from your bachelor party <laughs> oh right 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 i got roped into another bachelor party which was lovely and you did a party on a boat so we basically chartered a boat for three hours in on Lake Winnipesaukee. Chartering a boat sounds so much more badass and adult than like, we got a boat. Right. We went out and got a boat. <laughs> right, just like, uh. We chartered a vessel. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's things like chartering a boat. I'm like, we we rented a- A dinghy. <laughs> a dinghy and like just drank on the dinghy. Um, but yeah, so we, we, we rented a boat and went on Lake Winnipesaukee for a couple hours. It was very nice. It's a beautiful lake, yeah. Yeah, and then we went up to even further north New Hampshire and uh, stayed in Airbnb and drank whiskey. Nice. They drank whiskey I watched. Oh, <laughs> and it was one of those parties. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't know I'm into this shit. <laughs> um, no, so well, I don't drink whiskey. Right, yeah. Yeah, um, but the groom was is very much into whiskey. Mm -hmm. And so basically everyone brought him a bottle. Wow. To do, to do like a tasting. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so we did that and we um, played Halo 3. That's even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and that was it. It was just very low-key. Like, this is lovely. The second best of the Halos. Next to... Two. Two is the best Halo. This is when Alan called his sister to confirm the best Halo game. Hey there. Hey, sir. What's up? I was wondering what the best Halo game is. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's opinion. I, like, reached the best. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Why? What would be your second best then? Uh, probably OST. Far. What would be your third best? What? Uh, two. Yeah, you heard it, and we're gonna make Ronnie edit it so that it comes out you saying that two is the best Halo. I mean, it's opinion. I like two the best. Look at the Wednesday, you motherfucker. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yes, I agree. Well, because you, you, you can do a wield. Because you can do it. That was the first one you could do a wield. Very good, Matt. <laughs> I, I'm proud. I, I remember when I went to Toys R Us, when, I, when that game came out, when Toys R Us existed and it had a video game section. I got a Halo 2 because I pre ordered it for my Xbox and it came in a steel book. All of these words mean nothing. <laughs> No one knows what I'm talking about anymore. They're just like, what are you talking about? But I was saying, like, 
I don't identify as someone who really likes water. Like okay. I've never had a strong inclination to water. You've seen me swim. You know I'm bad at that. Can confirm. So I think getting to go on a boat and getting to go on a water with a positive experience of like, okay, I can do this again. Similar to like the way that last time we spoke, you uh, felt about beaches. Exactly. Yeah. You you found a way to do something that you didn't think you enjoyed in a way right. that you now enjoy. Yeah. So I would definitely want to rent a boat again. I want to touch on that. That idea that you can figure out a way to engage with an aspect of your life differently, therefore changing your opinion and how it makes you feel. Right. I hate laundry. <laughs> it is my least favorite chore. I'd much rather be doing the dishes or vacuuming or whatever. Like, I hate laundry. Jenny and I, now that we're living here, we have to go to a laundromat to do our laundry. Oh. So... We have found a way that it is now more enjoyable for me when both of us go to the laundromat. And I didn't realize it's actually more time efficient to go to a laundromat because all of your stuff is running at the same time. You don't have to worry about taking up too many machines or, or like waiting for one to be done. Then you flip it and you add the other one. We just load up all these machines. We sit down. We read next to each other. And then we throw it in the dryer. And we sit down. We read next to each other. And mm -hmm. then we fold it and we get home. We've got all our folded laundry. And it's like a it's like a weirdly tranquil way to spend a Sunday, you know? I get it. But I, I thought I was going to hate it. I think the only other alternative that could be better would be having your own laundry. It, yes. Like that would be like the only other option I would say. Because having because we've lived in buildings that have community laundry and it's not. No, it's not great. Not a great experience. Versus doing a laundromat where it's like here is multiple machines take your pick mm -hmm. or like here though here's the one that you use <laughs> that's that's the one i always use right i actually have talked to jenny about this a lot because i've said that if we get a home like i'm going to build a a specific area for laundry mm -hmm. like the machines then a table at an appropriate height to fold so you don't have to hurt your back we're going to have a spot for you to put your phone so you can watch videos like while you're folding stuff. Right, like, right, right. I've got like this plan out. Like she's like, the kitchen's going to look like this. I'm like, the laundry nook is going to look like this. My laundry closet. Though. Like, <laughs> that's it. I figured I'll make that one of my degrees talking about the laundry and. Okay, but I went by myself. Not as good. No, I lost my wedding ring. I <laughs> oh, did you forgot the detergent? I was sitting there waiting for the laundry to finish, and this drunk guy walked in, sat like two seats away from me, downed a nip, tried to throw it in the trash and missed, and then came over and like picked it back up, threw it in the trash, and like stammered out of the place. I was like, this sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not viewing it through the lens of marriage. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting how, you know, same place, different experiences. Oh, for oh yeah, absolutely. I had an experience similar to that where I I went out to a bar by myself after getting off of work. Right. Because it was like nine o'clock. And I was like, I'll get a drink before I go back home. Mm-hmm. And I went there, I'm like, this is really nice. This is really lovely. Versus going to a bar with like 15 friends. I'm like, this is a very different experience. Yeah. Because I don't know if you remember this. There was a, I think when you were still working for camp, you like did this thing where you just like drove to a bunch of different bars. Oh yeah, I did. Well, I did that once. Right. 
I I did my own bar crawl. <laughs> right. Just, just me. But like that was the thing is I'm just like that's a very different experience from doing it with like a group of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Which kind of leads into one of my degrees. I found a best bar that I love. Ooh. <laughs> I live now in Somerville. Now we're assuming that the press with a bar in it is not in the running for best bar just because it's already best place. Best overall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Correct. why it doesn't get to win both. Right. It's to win both. That's the only reason. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> still waiting for press PR to get back to me. Uh, <laughs> those gift cards. Uh, yeah. So I found a, a bar in Somerville in Union Square. Union Square is just this nice little collection of shops and businesses and restaurants. And it's very, very nice. And I love it. There is an alleyway that if you go down this alleyway, there's a restaurant called Field and Vine. Before you get to Field and Vine, there's a nondescript silver door. Oh, I fucking love that shit. With like a sign that says, hi, we're back bar. Here are the rules. Here are ours. Come on in. Oh, man. And you walk down this kind of long hallway yeah. with a bunch of murals oh. of like Star Wars murals and Harry Potter murals. And there's a like a rainbow unicorn. And you get down there and this little tiny room filled with like paintings and murals and geeky stuff and like a Mandalorian helmet and like a Tatooine penny and like <laughs> all this stuff. And then behind the bar, it's just these wall of bottles of alcohol. And basically they, they do like wine and beer. Like they'll do that for you, but like they do cocktails. Like thematic cocktails yeah oh that's awesome so like right now their menu is bear themed so what that means is you can order the koala bear or you can order the black bear and they're that's... all based around those animals or those things one drink i got was a polar bear which was like a root beer float oh man with with rum <laughs> and it was great that place sounds so cool. When you and Jenny come down, we'll go. When places know their atmosphere like that, mm -hmm. like they know very much what the people who are coming there are going to want. Oh, man, I love yeah. that. And they're super low key. They're just super fun and just great. But I think for me, the thing that sold it is so you go through this menu Mm -hmm. Kind of seeing all the stuff and the, it explains all the ingredients, spends everything. Here's why we put this in here and all that kind of fun stuff, which is fun. But at the back, I don't know if it, it gets renamed or not based on the theme, but right now it's called Build-A-Bear. Oh. <laughs> which basically you explain to the bartender what you like. Like here are the flavors, here's the everything else that I like. And then they just make you something. That's so freaking cool. So you're like, oh, I like sweet drinks. I like something that's more fruity. I like something that's more creamy, like whatever else. And it's like, okay. And they just like go. Yeah, just make it happen. Right. I'm just like, oh, God, like this is that's so cool. That's so cool. It's so smart. It's thematic. Right. Ah, it's really it's awesome. Great. It's so creative. It's a great little spot. It's the difference between going to like that place or McDonald's, right? Like you're not going to yeah. walk into McDonald's and see something creative they did with the thing. Like, no, it's just always going to be that because it's run by like a conglomerate. Right. Like, and you you connect with that kind of business because it is very much people. Like mm -hmm. somebody thought that was a cool idea mm -hmm. and like put it out there. And, and 
you feel that off of it and you're like, cool, I can relate to this business as a person now because it is presenting itself like a person. Whenever someone says, oh, let's grab dinner. My first thought is what the local places around me? Like, let's not go to like a 99 or like some conglomerate. I'm like, what lo- what's local? What's What business can I connect to? Or, you know, can connect with me or whatever else. It's so like back bar became that for me. I'm like, whatever. Someone's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, record a back bar. <laughs> like, I want, like, I, like I want to bring people here. Like I want to bring you and Jenny here. Awesome. Like, to bring people like, like, please, I need <laughs> other people to know this exists. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, it's, it's a great little spot. Uh, everyone's super friendly. Plus it is nerdy, which we like nerdy. We, we like nerdy here. Yeah, exactly. So it has just become like, I guess just one of my local spots now that I'm just like, no, this. That reminds me of that place Codex. Very Codex. Yes. Very Codex. There's a place in Nashua, New Hampshire called Codex. And you're going to be walking by the street trying to find the freaking place. And it's going to be wicked hard to spot. Uh, It kind of presents itself as a bookstore. It's a speakeasy. It's a speakeasy. You can't let the coppers know (laughs) we're serving hooch here. I knew to look for it. And even then I was like, am I in the right place? Right. You you walk into this hallway that looks like it's for an office and there's a bookshelf like weirdly against a wall. You pull, it's like a green book. It's very different than all the other books. You pull it and let go and it basically acts as a knocker and somebody on the other side is going to open it up and like ask you for your passport, which is their license so they can make sure you're over 21. Right, right, right. And then they let you in and they have like a person playing the piano and everybody's in period uh, attire for like the servers and everything. It's super cool. There's a way to do like a theme restaurant or a theme place. It's like cringe. Welcome to Dino. Welcome to Dino. (laughs) Welcome to to Rainforest Cafe. Uh, (laughs) That's my Rainforest Cafe slander. Um, It's part of my childhood, but it's not good. (laughs) But like also like codex where you're like oh yeah oh this is lit like this is cool (laughs) when you have that moment where even as an adult you're like this is cool this is seriously cool right and like just having that unabashed like (gasps) kind of moment (laughs) is just really satisfying Mm -hmm. there's a storm coming welcome back to storm chasers and this one's a beauty its regular patterns suggest multiple different currents influencing it at any given time. It's wholly unpredictable. Staying in one place for up to four years at a time and then sporadically shifting directions to a new location, once it settles, there's no telling how long until its next shift. Hurdle. <coughs> Ew. <laughs> There's always some kind of fad or interest that once your friend group is exposed to it, there's like a shift where suddenly everybody is into it and like we're Mm -hmm. all doing this now. It can move like really quickly. Yes. And you have to like try to keep up with it. Mm -hmm. I remember when we were in college, there was a huge shift to Destiny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody played Destiny. And then there was a shift to Overwatch for a period of time where it's like, mm-hmm. that's what we were all playing. And then obviously there's the constant thing of like Madden and, and all of that stuff. Right. And My examples are mainly video games because it's more of the circles I run with than the nature of the phenomenon. I'm sure there are like TV shows that have this same influence. Oh, for sure. Like with Game of Thrones and things. Mm-hmm. So I've done, I've donned, I've done, I've, I've, 
I've named this thing. I named it. <laughs> I'm calling it the storm of interest. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> when this storm of interest shifts, the best place to be is in the eye of the storm. Right. The best place to be is like up to date on all the new stuff about the thing everyone's interested in, like keeping up with everybody, chatting about the common experiences. Like it's nice. It's calm. It's not stressful. Like we're all just having fun. It's like the best place to be. But if you are like not into that TV show or game as fast as everyone else. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. You're like, you're in the storm proper. You're like out like in the storm. Right. It's just, you. it's like, uh, uh, like, <laughs> like holding onto a lamppost. Like you're like, who's brand? Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, you're confused. You're not getting the references. You're feeling on the outside. And it's like, terrible it's like really hard to try to keep up with people when you're not as deep into it as they are like if we're, if we're sticking with our game of thrones thing yeah the lannisters send their regards right yeah you know someone says this here, you're like <gasps> you could be hanging out with all your friends and like yeah one of them like says that and then like trips the other guy and you're saying right, like, just like why are why is this funny right exactly that's the the, t- the tough thing i think now especially with the onslaught of content <laughs> and just stuff you're just like i can't like everyone's talking about the show white lotus i haven't heard of this exactly i'm just like i've heard of it but i haven't watched a single minute huh. and i was just like here's a white lotus joke and i'm like i, I don't know what it, huh i was talking to my dad in passing the other day which is something i can do now <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about how i was not up to date on like all of the different media like i haven't watched the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched uh, S- S- Scarlet Witch. Was it? Oh, WandaVision. WandaVision. I haven't watched that. Like, there's there's a ton of just like what is the mainstream media right now that I'm just not up to date on. Right. When you're kind of in the eye of the storm, there's work to be done to like maintain. Yeah. Yeah. That eye. There's something like okay, it's like WandaVision. When WandaVision was coming out, I was like Friday morning, like. <laughs> I'm not missing anything. <laughs> I'm not well, I'm not missing anything. I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. And like I want to be able to be part of the conversation. Right. When someone turns to me and asks if I've seen it yet, I want to be able to have seen it. Right. Like, like you've seen one of it. And they're like, no. And like And like for them, they're like, well, great. Like <laughs> I I I'm I'm now like making you sad that I'm not up to date on this. Right. Well, it's like I also I texted our mutual friend Pat about um the new Marvel thing that's starting uh i was like oh you know i really really enjoy it i haven't watched it yet i'm like (laughs) okay you're the guy (laughs) you're supposed to be well i can't be in the eye of the storm by myself (laughs) right like like, i can't okay i guess i'll just watch what if and just not talk about it i didn't even know about what if my dad mentioned what if i was like what if what like, I don't know. I didn't know what this was. It's, oh, so, it's so cool. Fun. It's so fun. I looked at it later and I was like, this is freaking awesome. I love the idea. Well, because it's based on the comics as, you know. As the best content is. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I love the idea of like doing these like, what if Peggy Carter got the Captain America, the super soldier serum? Yeah. What if there were Marvel zombies? What if Doctor Strange's hands didn't get destroyed? <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> I got in a car accident. My hands got destroyed. Uh, <laughs> I know. I, I just, I, I recently rewatched Doctor Strange. Yeah. And for some reason that just made me think of him. Like there's a scene of him in the bed 
with like his hands like elevated mm-hmm. with like all these like pins and stuff in them <laughs> to like keep them like stable. And the scene is very sad because he's like, what if my hand, like my hands, I like, I'm a surgeon. I need these. He's like flipping out. But I thought, <laughs> I, just, I don't know why my brain just goes like, like my hands, <laughs> they got fucking wrecked, yo. Like, <laughs> these digits. Uh. <laughs> right. Just like, no, my Ain't hands. nobody going to be scared to catch these hands. <laughs> oh. like, I personally don't mind being outside the media of the storm, mm. especially if the storm is like in Florida and you're in New York, it just doesn't affect you. I was going to say, because like, technically speaking, we're always outside of a storm. Like there's always a storm happening somewhere in the world. We're technically always outside of it. But like, there's that notion of like it being a county over mm-hmm. or it being like across the globe. So like, I think being across the globe and just like kind of just being so far outside of the culture, <laughs> you're not affected by it at all. Exactly. In those moments, like with the group I play D&D with, they're all playing this MMO right now. Right. This Final Fantasy 14. They play it. My brother-in-law plays it. My sister plays it. Like everybody I freaking know in that circle plays it. And they're talking about stuff that I'm just like fully on the outside for. I'm not getting any references whatsoever. And so I'm like, this is fine. (laughs) Yeah. I'll wait until I get caught up because there's not this like I know I'm not going into the storm. So it's fine. Right. Like I'm not even going to bother. It's just really interesting how fast that storm shifts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're all like, let's play this game. And then a week later, someone's like, have you guys heard of this? And suddenly it's like. <laughs> exactly. What's well, things like this with the, the onslaught of content mm-hmm. and just everything coming out, games, movies, TV, all of it. It's just like just stuff all the time. And I'm just like, can we just take a breather? <laughs> can we just take a year off of putting out anything? Yeah, we've talked about this. Oh. Like, I want to watch Mayor of Town. Will I? Maybe. I need to find time to watch Mayor of Town. I want to watch Martha Cartel Diet. Is that how, what that's called? What? It's the one where the lady becomes a zombie housewife. Oh, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, Santa Clarita Clar- Diet. <laughs> <laughs> yep, nailed it. I want to watch it. I want to watch Mandalorian. Like, I have to basically trade portions of my life for content yeah for content how crazy is that i'm saying as you are now spending your time listening to this podcast right you're literally giving us bits of your life which we appreciate very much really so. really do because when you think about it that way because I, I don't know why you're doing that <laughs> i do because this is the damn <laughs> best podcast you'll ever hear we care a lot. We don't do this to hear ourselves talk. We actually like doing this for each other. And I think it shows. My fear is that by calling attention to the storm, I'm going to make people self-aware of it and they're going to avoid a storm happening. And I'd rather that didn't happen because some of the funnest moments and most intense fun you can have with friends is when everybody's in the eye of the storm. Yeah. For when everyone's kind of on the same wavelength, everyone has <laughs> a thing and everyone's kind of like talking on that. For sure. You know what else is fun to be on the same page about? Well, oh, man, there were there were so many other better ones we could have done. Well, what do you what do you have? Uh, how about um, you know what the storm is raging around? You know what the. <laughs> <laughs> There is a constant typhoon surrounding one man, Lakey Inspired. <laughs> Oh, okay, that was better. 
Thanks. That was better than mine. Thank you. Thank you for the letting us use the uh, your song, The Process. Like your your royalty free song, The Process. That's actually very very good. It is. I heard it on. I was flipping through my liked songs on Spotify, and I heard it independent of our podcast, and I like felt it. I felt like the podcast was starting, and I was like, we've done it. We've associated our brand with a song, which is like always really weird to like do. Mm-hmm. So like Dear Hank and John has a theme song. Right. That starts and it, every episode starts with like a drum, like a like a drum roll. Ah, and it goes into the theme song. And I'm like, oh, the, the theme song hit like <laughs> the theme song hit heavy today. Because <laughs> it's like it's like a drum and a guy with like a recorder. <laughs> like <laughs> it's such a weird song. But yeah, it's like it's fun when it's associated. Like whenever I Oh, are you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. You froze for like 30 seconds, for like 10 seconds. Oh, it says my internet connection is unstable. Oh, so we got to wrap this shit up. Okay. <laughs> Matt, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for potting. Oh, no. We interrupt the greatest podcast in the world to bring you a message. We are six. We are here. We are listening. Listening. All right. Uh, yeah, we're just going to breeze past that. Yeah. Uh, play us out. Play us out now. So, what are you saying? That was really good. Right? Dish? I'm sorry. This. Good sandwich. I can't believe we're still eating it after like an hour. I kind of I like to <laughs> shut all my other senses <laughs> off when I listen to my own podcast, really like take in and appreciate the effort put into <laughs> oh, it. Oh, that's good. Somebody, I, I didn't make this, uh, my wife made this. Oh, you're married? I mean, who's asking? Man Ray? No, I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> Kissing in the coat check at a dentist convention. <laughs> We interrupt the greatest podcast in the whole world to bring you a message. We are six. We are here. We are the greatest podcast in the whole world of six. We are six. We interrupt. We are. We are here. You're listening.